Welcome to My Beyond Life podcast. In today's episode, Miss Amy will be talking about bringing our thoughts back into the obedience of Christ. Go to 2 Corinthians 10 for just a minute. And I want you to look at verse number 5. 2 Corinthians, just a couple books back. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. Here's what you do. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So that means my job is to chase down my babies and bring them back into obedience. Chase them down and bring them back. Chase them down and bring them back. Chase them down and bring them back. That was Elena's job with the toddlers. It's also my job with my thoughts. Because if I'm going to keep them from turning into an emotion, I have to go get them and I have to go get them quickly. So what kind of thoughts cross over true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, all that stuff? What what kind of thoughts is it? Okay. Well, the Lord showed me this this morning. I've taught this a million and one times, but he just gave me this this morning. What kind of thoughts are outside of that realm of truth. Well, outside of that realm of truth, that circle of obedience is the exact opposite of what those fence posts are. So what would those be? Well, what's the opposite of truth? Lies. I don't need to tell this group of girls about lies because we've just done a whole big study on the lies that we heard in the pit. You know what the lies from Satan sound like. You have now had a spotlight thrown on them so you can now detect them much quicker than you used to be able to detect them. The lies Satan will hiss in your mind are outside of that realm of truth, that circle of obedience. So when one of those lies is hissed, you're going to have to go back, chase it down, and get it back in obedience. That is not what God says, I'm bringing it back into obedience. Okay? What's the opposite of honest? What's the opposite of honest? Well, dishonest. Dishonest. Okay, here's what this might sound like. It's you lying to yourself. I deserve this. My sin's not that bad. It's just my personality. Can you believe they did that? I can't believe they did. You see what I'm saying? It's dishonest. You're being dishonest with yourself. You're excusing it, renaming it. You're doing whatever it takes to keep your little pet thought going. Dishonest. All right, what about the opposite of just? That's unfair. That's unjust. You're just, you, you ascribing people motives that they don't have. You're telling yourself that this person means that because they did that, that kind of stuff. Where you think, I can't believe, you know, she must think this. He must think that. They must have meant that. Well, did they? Did they say that? Or did you ascribe it to them? Did you assign it to them? Okay? Those are thoughts that are unjust. All right, what about this? The opposite of pure? Well, that's easy, impure. And our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. How many impure thoughts do we have that flit through our mind today? Quite a few, especially in our society today where everything around us is promoting impurity. All right, what about this one? Thoughts that are of a good report. What's the opposite of a good report? Well, that's easy, a bad report. Thoughts that you would be embarrassed if everybody could see them played on a screen. 
you get a bad grade on your report card because of those thoughts. Any thought like that that goes against God's word, that's what you want to rein in. Thoughts that are virtuous, that's what we're supposed to have, so what would the opposite of virtuous be? I actually looked it up today because we don't know, it's not like unvirtuous, we don't say that, disvirtuous, all right? What is, what's the opposite of virtue? Did you know what I found? Iniquity. Any thoughts that are sin, we got to go get them, and you know what they are. I don't have to get up here and tell you what your sinful thoughts are. You know what they are. All right, then we've got praise. What's the opposite of praise? Complaining, whining, negative, woe is me, take a number. All of those are the opposite of praise. And God says we got to go run them down, pick them up, and bring them back into captivity. That's our job, and we've got to be busy doing it. It's going to keep you busy, I can tell you that right now. Can I really have certain emotions without them being wrong? Absolutely, yes. To back up that answer, all we have to do is look at the pages of Scripture and see God himself. We are created in his image. We are emotional creatures. God is an emotional creature. He's an emotional being. He's not a creature because he wasn't created, but he's a being. And he is an emotional being. You may be surprised at how many emotions he displays in Scripture. In Deuteronomy 1.34, God shows anger. In 1 Kings 3.10, the Lord shows that he is pleased. In Zephaniah 3.17, we see that he experiences joy. In Genesis 6.6 and Ephesians 4.30, we see God and the Holy Spirit both experience grief. Mark 1.41 shows Jesus being moved with compassion. John 11.35 shows him weeping in sorrow. John chapter 2 shows him being outraged at the money changers. Matthew 23, 37 shows Jesus display great disappointment. And finally, in all four Gospels, we see the display of the greatest love ever shown on Calvary. God feels. Jesus feels. The Holy Spirit feels. They have emotions and they gave us emotions because we are created in His image. And these emotions are gifts. And that's the first assignment you have this week, is to see the beauty in your dandelions because of the hand that gave them to you. Just as you look at that child and that grandchild when they hand that little grubby hand up to you and it's full of those smushed up dandelions that they brought, they're beautiful simply because of the one who gave them to you. And that's what we're gonna work on this week is looking at our emotions through a perception of why he gave them to us. What's the purpose? And see the beauty in them. We'll talk much more about this next week. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this introductory lesson. Lord, there's been a lot of information, a lot of just getting things kicked off, getting things started, but there's, there's a lot of stuff, Lord, we need to think about. There's so much changing we need to make in our perceptions of emotions. How we perceive them how we view them, how we think about them, how we feel about feelings. And God, I ask, Father, that you would help us to adjust those perceptions according to your word. You experienced every single one of these feelings, and you still experience them, and you do so without sin. 
And I ask God that you would help us this week to chase down those thoughts and bring them back into captivity so we don't have to run after those toddlers so much. But Lord, if one of those feelings does let go of your word and run to the middle of the road, help us this week to be quicker at going to get it and bringing it back in to obedience. God, you gave us a battle that's hard, but you did not give us a battle that's impossible. And winning the battle of our emotions is possible through your power. I pray, Lord, that you've started something big in the hearts of these ladies this morning. Thank you for what you're going to do and the victory you're going to give. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. 